0: You're listening to Subcultured's Master Debaters, where a group of panelists go head-to-head debating a touchy subject. The topics are hard, competition is stiff. Who will come out on top as the master debater? Find out now
1: with your host, Kimmy Brett.
2: Welcome to another episode of Master Debaters, and it's gonna be another big one oops as the garbage fire that was 2018 is finally over and done with it is only fitting that our debaters focus on the best parts of this past year namely what takes the cake for best titles from mediums we've seen debut throughout 2018 i am your moderator and controller of chaos kimmy Britt with subcultured join this episode once again by those three crazies who were willing to podcast for an entire year colby seitz mike keith and kyle neely This episode, we're discussing the best media to come from 2018 and breaking it down into three categories. Movies, television, and video games. The name of the game, as always, is making points to get points and taking down each other's arguments all to convince your moderately unbiased moderator, which is me. At the end of two rounds, our debaters left standing will go head-to-head with only one coming out on top as this episode's master debater. But before we get down and dirty with the first round, it's been a year. Uh, like, we, we did this last year. What have we been doing? What have we learned? It's been a whole year, you guys.
0: <laughs> I forgot that Breath of the Wild came out last year and not this year, so I was really <laughs> <laughs> unprepared for the video game question. Oh, oh no.
2: <laughs> was that going to be your pick?
0: It was. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Breath of the Wild. Easy. Easy clap, I
2: win. But wasn't that the one you did last year? That was the one you
3: chose last year. Mm-hmm. You debated that game already.
1: Wait, so the game is, the game pick has to come out has to be has to, to had to come out last year.
2: It's 2018. It's the best of 2018. Yeah, it had to come out last
1: year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so Good. glad. I'm so glad we prepare for all of these. Well, what well have mine's we a little learned. different. I'm going to go with it anyway. What have we learned in, in this entire year of podcasting? Nothing.
3: Apparently nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. nothing yeah. <laughs> Legit nothing.
2: <laughs> okay, so. Feels like the first time. <laughs> so in lieu of everyone introducing, or me introducing everyone, why doesn't everyone introduce themselves and then say who they think is currently in the lead with Master Debater Wins? Someone go.
3: Uh, uh, my name is Kyle, and I won last time, and that's all that matters.
2: Okay, fair enough. Wow. It's, it's strong. Yeah, I,
1: I thought we basically went by the the, the one-nothing rule, which basically means that once somebody wins, then everyone else is behind by one.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I assumed... But apparently Kyle does not agree.
3: Oh no, no, no. We d- we didn't talk about the scoring system, so just last time I won, uh <laughs> that counts, and that's all that counts. So boom. <laughs> Bing bang boom. Okay. Get
1: it done.
2: Get her done, sir. Throwback to last episode. Oh. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I uh I'm Colby and I think I don't know. Kyle made a pretty good argument. I feel like he's probably winning. <laughs>
2: Oh my this god! Is starting out great for me. Yeah, I love it. this is this is just all Kyle all the time. Apparently, who knew? Hey, I'm
1: Mike, and uh, I'm. Yeah, I know I'm not in the lead. <laughs> oh, what? I, so I can't Anyone tell. If, I can't me. tell if it's Colby or Kyle. So I think you I'm had to pre- go I've, with.
2: I'm pretty sure you had like two solid wins, right?
1: I think I won once. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> who knows it
2: was i it know was i many, won once many there's only been ago. six of
3: these so there's not that many wins out there. <laughs> hey, you don't
2: have to like throw that back in our faces okay come on come on it's been a but year i'm pretty we've got
3: sure six, good episodes. six quality awesome ones yeah, yeah.
2: i have no idea <laughs> quality over quantity yeah know. we
3: go for quality everybody <laughs>
2: Uh, because uh, I don't actually know who's in the lead with Master Debater wins. So, you know. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> if you thought I'd come prepared, you were wrong.
3: Thanks, okay. hey. came prepared, oh, yeah. and that's just our M O. Here, we just don't come prepared. Exactly, yeah, none of us are prepared.
2: <laughs> we never it's are. It's fine. This is fine. Uh, but I do know that Kyle won not only the best and worst of 2017, but he also won the most recent uh, winter worst episode. So. Because of that, he gets to decide the order of this whole entire episode. The whole episode? The whole thing.
3: Wow. Every round I get to choose. It's, it is the Kyle. Hour. I don't it's think great. that... Um, well,
2: we're winging it. That's a great prize. It's a great prize.
3: I, I'll i take it.
2: And you're not going to uh, so choose start... yourself to go first every time, are you?
3: No, I'm, I got probably none of the times. In fact, I'll probably go last every time so I can, like... <laughs> Just just sit back and w- watch you guys debate amongst each other, then I can just, you know, sneak in there at the end, so that's my strategy. Nice. Uh, so, uh, Mike, why don't
2: you go yeah, first? Okay. All right.
3: Then Colby, and then I'll go.
2: Okay. So, Kyle has decided the order. Uh, now that we've gotten a little more familiar with our debaters, let's quit the foreplay and get to the goods. So, for round one, we're talking all things TV in 2018. And since it's such a broad subject, we're including individual seasons of shows as long as they did debut in 2018. It's fair game. So Kyle's order was Mike, Colby, and then him last. Yes. Yes. All right, Mike. If you want to kick us off.
1: Um, with television. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, what are we doing
2: again? Television. What show? TV is this? 2018.
1: What year is it? Wait a minute. <laughs>
2: It's 2019 now.
1: It's 2019. Now, gonna, now I need to check my movie. Did my movie come out in 2000? Was this year really that <laughs> terrible?
2: Did, did you that everything,
1: was... <laughs> that everything I think is good came out in 2017?
0: A lot of stuff just kind of blended
1: together. Did you just repress the whole year? I might have. What did you do all year? That sounds about right.
2: I mean, it's not like it, it was a great year. Not
1: watch stuff, apparently um okay all right all right my movie's good okay that at least i'll go with okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) one of the three is fine i'll debate debate the
1: second one i'll debate the second one because okay all right we're good we're good we're good okay Okay. we're good we're good we're good it's all good good. all right
2: stop clapping okay i swear to god okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) he said we're good i thought that i thought that was the sign
2: i'm sorry i'm gonna see so many spikes
1: three two one we're good um okay so, uh as far as TV goes, I was going to pick Stranger Things oh. too. Yikes, mm-hmm. Stranger Things mm-hmm. 2 was uh amazing. I thought it was great, but apparently it came out in 2017.
2: It did. Yes
1: did not come out this year that's how long this years we been.
2: didn't have a stranger things this year did we cuz i think the next one's coming out in august we did not
3: we are getting one this year we're getting one 2019 june july july what
1: did we do to deserve one we didn't
3: deserve anything we're we're shitty as like species and uh, we get something that great we just don't uh-huh. deserve it. <laughs> it's it's it's
1: incredible that was amazing but i can't pick it cuz it wasn't this year okay that's fine that's fine um <laughs> so i'm going to go with uh being the Trekkie of the group, I'm going to pick Star Trek Discovery Season (laughs) 1.
2: Okay. That was a reaction.
1: Because Colby doesn't like Star Trek. That's why he reacted that that way. That is
2: true. But
1: it is glorious. Star Trek Discovery um, came out in the beginning of the year, came out uh, around January or February, which uh, Season 2 just started. But Season 1 of Discovery was the first Star Trek TV that we have seen in... God, since the mid 90s it's um we, they've been a couple of the box office came out um it's kind of had like a bit of a revamp and star trek discovery was gangbusters it came out it's basically it's eschewing the whole episodic format it's uh it was a whole new crew bringing on um a, a better technology Using what they have today, every episode is essentially a movie in its caliber. And it uh it told quite a story over the entire arc. It was the best starting season of a Star Trek show ever. And uh Yeah, I I thought it was incredible. I was hooked to the TV every single week watching it, and uh same thing for now, season two. And uh, it just then, just uh, debating it and going over all the details and the ephemera and the the lore and the um the canon and this and that and just seeing where it all went together has been amazing. And this is gonna have a lot of seasons. It's gonna have a lot of seasons. And uh, season one was incredible. The end.
3: <laughs> it seems like a lot of Trekkies hate that show. What do you What do you have to say about that? Yeah, like I hear so much hate about this show. I was actually
2: gonna ask the same thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, um so uh, illuminate this you know the situation on us. Why why
1: why is it why is, all, why, why, all the why, hate? is why are any, uh, they why are not feeling uh, it contrarians? Yeah. Sure. Uh because basically they're stuck in the past. That is essentially the reason why. They are either fans of the original series or fans of, you know, came out in the 60s when the 60s had a much different feel as far as TV goes. It was more uh episodic in nature, um you know, you didn't watch it every week. You couldn't record it, so they made it so that uh, so that people could catch up without actually having to watch every single episode. And so, uh, it, plus back then they didn't necessarily have the budgets that we have today, or the technology, or anything. And so, what most people had against Star Trek Discovery when it came out was basically they said it didn't look like the original. It didn't look like it, it didn't it didn't feel like it. It didn't it didn't look like was it. Is it supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the Klingons looked different, and the the stuff looked more technological. And it's like, well, of course it did. This is this is 2018. Like this is Forty this isn't, years later. Yeah. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't the mid 60s. This is uh, this is 2018. Of course, stuff is actually going to look good. It's going to look better. It's going to look updated.
2: Do you think that if it had looked more like the original or some sort of like throwback, that those type of fans would have still been upset? yes oh it looks too much like the original (laughs) it doesn't look updated at all it's 2018
1: i do because uh there was a show that came out not too long ago another star trek show but uh again it was almost almost a decade ago it was star trek enterprise and that they didn't have as big of a budget so they made it look a lot like next generation and they they kind of did like a throwback to like the very beginning and so uh, but they still had kind of the technology of Next Generation, and people still hated it. <laughs> wow. The, the reason why people hate on this show is because... It's it's just something that the fans do, and I put that fans in quotation marks. It's something that uh, you know. It doesn't matter what they would come out with; they'll kind of hate on it anyway.
3: I'm I'm actually happy to hear that Star Trek and Star Wars are having the same problems. Yeah, right it's,
1: same. it's actually yeah, no, very true. It's it's pretty much the same exact problem. We're just going it's to the, it's like just fandoms. You know what conflict. what is in people's heads is not exactly what they thought it was going to be, and so I
3: couldn't guess the angry. plot,
1: so it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. you
2: make it then. See what you come out with. Let me shit on that. Damn.
1: And most people who hate it it, it hated because they saw like the first episode and they're like nope this is terrible well, It's like well no it's the first episode of a, a an arcing series you know they don't tell individual stories in every single episode anymore they tell them over the course of a season and so you know you get the very beginning and they're like oh this doesn't make any sense like well of course it doesn't you don't know the characters you don't know the plot you don't know everything until it all comes together further down the line in episode, you know, five, six, whatever. So, yeah. The haters basically saw the first episode said,
2: no, this is not
1: like the original series and ran away. Cool.
2: That's fair. Cool, guys. I've
0: got a... There's a a whole YouTube channel, very famous YouTube channel, Red Letter Media, that would disagree with everything you just said (laughs) because they fucking hate Star Trek
1: Discovery. (laughs) But that's pretty much their argument, though, because I haven't seen a single argument that hasn't been basically that...
0: Yeah, that it's it's not it's not the old Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is one point that they brought up that I thought was really interesting about one. Do have you watched the short treks?
1: I have. Yes, those are essentially the episodic uh, sort of content that people were you know. It's like the answer to modern day episodic content is they're like okay, we'll make something that doesn't actually change much of the uh you know of the individual characters themselves. No one dies. No one this. No one that. But they're um. But they're shorter, but they're like little mini, mini, mini parts, mini episodes. So one of the
0: questions that they brought up that I thought was really interesting was that in apparently one episode, one of the Starfleet captains plays pretty fast and loose with the prime directive going down to a planet and just fucking taking someone like, how do you, uh, how do you feel about that? Again, this is secondhand information I'm getting, so uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know anything about Star Trek, and I if I tr- if somebody was like, your mother is going to die if you don't care about Star Trek. I mean, it's time to call up the lawyer because we're going to execute that will. Wait.
1: Jesus, uh, Captain's breaking the prime directive. I mean, every captain has done that. That's kind of like you know, the prime directive is supposed to basically be a guideline, but it's not supposed to be a uh, a hard sort of thing because that would make bad television. If if every single one. <laughs> If if you know that's part of the conflict. The conflict True. is well this is what we're supposed to do, but y- these people are in trouble we have to help them. You know, it's it's that that conflict between what uh what your organization wants you to do and then what morality tells you to do.
2: Would so, you watch a show where they just said, "Oh, you know what? We're going to stick to that. We're not going to go help these people. Let's just fly through space."
1: Exactly. It'd be a little on the be really boring. Yeah. <laughs> on the boring side, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little, yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree.
0: In this instance, if I'm not mistaken, the plot was that there is one alien on this planet that ends up figuring out technology and is pretty smart, and so they come down and just fucking take him.
1: So. Uh, no, actually, that short, short Trek was, uh, that one, that one actually starred Mary Wiseman, and Mary Wiseman has been one of the, one of the brightest stars of Star Trek Discovery so far. She's amazing.
0: Funny you say that, the title of the episode is The Brightest Star. The Brightest Star.
1: Wow. Um, but she, uh, wah, wah, wah. Uh, but no, actually, uh, they don't actually go down to a planet. What happens in that episode is that this, uh, this individual essentially hops onto their, onto the starship. Without their knowledge, so it's not a matter of breaking the prime directive in this case. But uh, that individual makes its way onto the starship themselves, and once once an alien con- once an alien uh, culture kind of contacts them first, that's not breaking the prime directive.
0: <laughs> ah, you touch me first. <laughs> it's one
1: of those things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the so one.
2: So I'm kind of with Colby. To. I haven't seen anything about Star Trek Discovery, and all I remember about when it was being announced is casting people were super pissed about casting
1: as they always are how
2: do you feel about <laughs> casting in this instance
1: um i haven't seen a member of the cast that i don't like and that i don't think uh, ha- has hasn't fit well jason isaac he played the bad guy basically in season one um uh, michelle Yeoh played both a good uh, good character and a bad character in season one. Two different characters played by the same actress. Uh, like I said, Mary Wiseman, she's doing fantastic. Doug Jones, who is in everything, uh, and he's, again, in Star Trek Discovery, just head to toe and make up seven foot tall. He was incredible. Uh, then who, who are the other ones? I, I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but, uh, no, there isn't a character in the show that I actually don't like. Of the main cast. There's been a couple of douches on the side, but, you know. (laughs) But of the main cast, I I think they've been doing it. Their acting has been exceptional. I would say that if there's any issue that... uh, And I'm not saying the season was perfect. I'm not saying that the season was absolutely perfect. It wasn't. Uh, But I would say that um, my main criticism of Star Trek Discovery is going to be that I think they tried to do too much. That they tried to write too many stories... And kind of put them all together so that by the end, you're like trying to follow like five or six different plot lines. You're like, where is this all going? And uh, in in a kind of a way, they kind of watered it down a bit uh, that I wish they actually focused more on the characters themselves, that they uh, kind of built the characters up a little bit more as the season progressed. But overall, that's really one of my only real complaints about it.
0: Interesting. Hmm.
1: <laughs> hmm. Mm, yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, Star hmm. Trek.
3: Yes. All right, I was gonna ask. Yeah, it sounded like uh, you really liked the beginning when in your first like statement, but like you didn't really say much about as it continued. So I'm, I'm guessing it, maybe did it peter out a little bit? Did it, you know, like what what happened there? It was you know if, if this is like the best? Oh, season it started of te- off
1: strong. It, the midpoint was strong, and it ended really strong. Okay. Um, like I said, it, the entire season has basically been one. Uh, you know, every week they've released basically an hour long movie. <laughs> every single week because uh just with the special effects and with the uh the pacing and it and that's what mostly people didn't necessarily like about it is that it is darker it is modern it is fast-paced it is but it's still star trek it's still in the star trek universe they're just trekking around
3: yeah, those stars you know
1: yep Ooh, a yeah. lot of a lot of a
0: lot of treks to go on <laughs>
1: But yeah i loved it i thought it was the best thing uh that i saw on television over the this past year and i saw i saw a couple of things i'm not completely out of the out of the loop <laughs> yeah i watched the news <laughs> <laughs> but ba- basically everything i saw was streaming so because we all live in we live in a streaming world now
2: mm-hmm. we sure do
1: amen which i think is also one of the things that people might have had an issue with is that it, it also kind of aired on cbs all access i don't
2: know what that means
1: feel those air quotes too um yeah. It is it basically it's like its own it's CBS a streaming, streaming service. service. Yeah, oh. that you pay yeah, for. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. It's basically them them taking Star Trek fans. Hey, by can the I balls. can
3: I tell <laughs> y'all what else is really great on CBS? Nothing. No, there's not gonna be there's not gonna be anything on there for you except if you're a Star Trek fan, you know. Sick
2: <laughs>
1: burn. I mean, I also liked um, Strange Angel. That was a good show. Never heard of it. It's
3: probably bad.
0: Yeah. What <laughs> is is David Boreanaz in it? Ooh. <laughs> Not that angel. <laughs> oh, see, I thought. Well, no, okay, so they've still got Survivor, which one of my coworkers watches, which is strange because he's not a 45-year-old soccer mom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the only audience. That's the demo.
3: Yeah, that's the demo. Yeah,
0: pretty much. What
2: else do they have? I
3: think they did How I Met Your Mother, to be fair, so I uh. like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have Young Sheldon and Big Bang oh, Theory.
3: Great.
1: Ugh. Oh, they did
3: big bang oh, Theory. So yeah. how do we forgive them for anything? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> I don't, like... So no, they did have Strange Angel. Strange Angel is uh it came out on um it's it's all about it's basically a biopic about uh Jack Parsons who started uh JPL, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in California. Ooh. And uh it's brilliant because it actually apparently Jack Parsons was also like a sex cultist. Yes. And so it's kind of like it's kind of like melding that whole uh, beginning of rocketry, and in like the 1940s, but then also this sex cult on the side. It's it, mm. uh, you're
3: hitting you're hitting a lot of genres.
0: It's actually, it was through,
1: actually pretty so, brilliant. Yeah, hitting a lot yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds like he's very much into rocketry in like many forms,
1: <laughs> which that's great. I mean, that show doesn't actually have the highest. It gives a uh well, a 91% like this show, uh, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. 94% of the audience liked it. You know, I, I wouldn't say not the, the greatest in the world, but if you like rocketry, if you like uh, time period pieces, if you like more historical pieces, no, Strange Angel was also pretty good too, which again is CBS All Access. That's not going to be on See that You
3: hear that, you bunch of sad Trekkies, you get two things on CBS Access. So <laughs> go out and re- reserve it now That's or right. whatever.
1: <laughs> you got two things.
2: I got to tell you, the cover art does not do it any favors.
1: Of what, Strange Angel?
2: I mean, it looks fine. It, it looks like
0: it stars uh, Brad Pitt from *Inglorious Bastards. I didn't see that. And that's great. Yeah, there's just like uh, like the main character. He's got the hair swooped. He's got the little mustache. Uh, he looks like he's asking for Nancy scalps. <laughs> it's all <laughs> mm-hmm. there.
2: Well, that's nice. Two whole shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two whole shows. I'll say, but that's, that's why I say mostly the people who are subscribing are Star Trek fans because no one else It really is. <laughs> it's a big get,
3: you know. You know, for CBS, but it is. That's big good. I would
1: say, but it's also a huge... They also know that that's a huge audience, too, which is why they went with it, is they knew that they could just, you know, put it on their own special thing and be like...
3: Hold everybody's money hostage.
2: Guess
1: different. what, guys? You got no choice.
3: You're paying. You're all gonna pay.
2: <laughs> you wanna watch it, you fork over as the money. as far as their
1: numbers went, Star Trek Discovery, like, like put them immediately in the black. So it, uh, the show was an overwhelming success. So to say immediately, immediately now it's immediately announced a season two... And uh, already have four other Star Trek spinoffs coming. Oh wow! Oh my god!
2: Wow! Are they all going to be on CBS All Access? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh. they brought back Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart's going to be in a new series, a new Star Trek oh, series. That's right. yeah, Michelle Yeoh is getting her own spinoff off of Star Trek Discovery already.
2: I love her. The
1: people who make Rick and Morty are doing a an animation similar to Rick and Morty, I guess, called Lower Decks. That's going to be on. Oh, our- wow. CBS All Access. How are they doing
3: like 100 episodes of Rick and Morty and that at the same time? That's pretty impressive. Yeah,
2: these guys. Yeah, are that sounds me. like a lot.
1: It's an undeniable success, and uh, season two started, and already season two has been. Uh, it's gotten most of those Star Trek fans who were like, "Oh, I hated season one." To go like, no, well, actually, we like season two now.
2: <laughs> Your Star Trek fans w- <laughs> sound like Kermit.
1: <laughs> I was
3: gonna say CBS is a really interesting way of being like, "Wow, nobody liked this thing." I have an idea. Let's make more of it so people, you know, don't want, you know? Let's make more <laughs> things for people to watch that they don't enjoy. It just it seems very Walking Dead. Walking Dead's doing that right now, where it's like
1: because what you're hearing mostly from the people that dislike it is you're mis- mostly hearing the you know the, the the negative feedback is a lot louder it's than all, the positive it feedback. Is, that's fair but Yeah, I mean their their numbers basically yeah. say no this was an overwhelming success. So and peop- and then, lots and CBS of haters
3: Access was very successful because of it. So I mean, yeah people paid yep. the money regardless of how they feel about the thing. So
1: I mean, it wasn't a lot of money either. It's only like 6 bucks a month. I mean, it's not like it's completely ridiculous money either.
2: Alright, if nobody has anything else about Star Trek Discovery.
1: Uh
0: Star Trek in general sucks.
2: We'll, <laughs> well, funny you should say because it's your turn. You're up next, Colby. Oh
0: shit, it's me. It's your boy, uh the Star Trek Lover 286. Um coming back at you from the stars. I want to tell what you What's wrong with you? I want to tell you about a show that I love so much that I actually watched it um I've only watched it once Um, but it's really gripped my heart in a way that uh, I can't explain. It's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It didn't come out this year, so that's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right, moving on. Now what I want to talk about for this podcast is a show that I watched multiple times, and uh, it also gripped my heart, but in a a different way. It's a show called Nailed It! (laughs) Uh, It's a show on Netflix about people that are really bad at baking, and... uh, it's such a delight to watch, Wait, honestly. Hang the- on. I never...
1: What? Have you, have you not seen... not you seen- talk about this... Have you not seen Nailed It?
0: No. What? Didn't you talk about this last... No, this is new.
1: No. This
3: is so new. Because right sure? now... Yeah, I this came out in 20- 20... It, it came out in 2018. with us again. <laughs> it was another hard knock yeah. thing. <laughs> Nailed It came
0: out in 2018.
1: I just love this bacon It came out show. in
0: Mar- March 9th of 2018.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it did come out this year,
0: yeah. Right, mm, don't fucking, don't fucking at me. I looked this I'm just up.
2: just saying, like, it sounds a whole lot like the show that you chose for the best and worst of 2017. Mm. Like, just the premise. Yeah,
0: I know. Uh, that was a different show, though.
2: Are you sure? Uh,
0: that was a show that was a bad show. Oh. Uh, this show is a show that is a good show. <laughs> okay. So sure. this very good show um stars uh comedian Nicole Byer, who's incredibly funny, chocolatier and uh self-tooled pirate Jock Torres, um, and a special guest every episode, um my favorite guest being the New York City uh baker uh sylvia weinstock she's got these big glasses she's an old lady and my favorite thing about her is that in the middle of the episode she went to the pantry and decided to start stealing pots and pans and take them home with her uh which is not a thing that a judge is supposed to do on a show as far as i know uh so good for her um yeah, the I the idea behind the show is three home bakers that are like, Hey, I'm not so good at baking, but you know, I wanna learn more and I think like, you know, maybe maybe I can do it and maybe I can win this ten thousand dollars. Um, they all show up and they all get these really difficult fucking tasks to to build, like one round that started off was, uh, cake pops that look like lips or rings or fucking like they were Valentine's Day themed. One of them showed up.
2: That sounds easy.
0: Uh, yeah, that sounds not terribly hard a- except for the fact that you've got to do it in half an hour. Um, so there's that.
2: Oh, that's less easy.
0: Well, then there's also, um, and I like for anyone that hasn't seen the show, you've, you've got to look at some of the like before and afters of this. Um, cause it's astounding. They're way bad. Um, so yeah, my favorite thing, uh, that they had to make one time was this Rapunzel cake. And, uh, it's, it's, it's terrible to see exactly how bad people are at like figuring out how to put cake, how to stack it. They like... Oftentimes, they'll just put cake on top of cake and not put a layer of icing in the middle to hold some shit together. So the cake just starts wobbling all over the place. Blaspheme. It's it's great. There was one guy who just didn't read any of the recipes and was very surprised that his cake turned out like shit. It was uh, surprising. So
2: they get recipes? Yeah, they get
0: recipes. You like you get a recipe. What? Like, here's how you make this cake. Here are the ingredients. And then but to be fair
2: somehow managed to fuck it up.
1: Well, like the decoration is like make polar bears. (laughs) They're 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 if you see them if you see the ones from the beginning, it's pretty easy to fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And
0: so they've come out with not one, but but two seasons of the show. Um and uh and both of them are just great. In fact, the second season is a holiday one. We watched it at my house, uh, whenever we did Christmas for everybody. It was wonderful. Everybody really enjoyed it. Also, here here's what i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna i'm gonna dump this inside of our google hangouts uh fucking chat because this this cake is wild and spooks me so yeah i'm gonna copy that and then i'm gonna put this right here great okay so so glad that that this is is is
2: all audio this is like (laughs) great
3: podcast material
0: yeah no no this is gonna be great trust me so what
3: the fuck is that
0: yeah okay so imagine if you will somebody trying to make a cake based off of donald trump now he's already horrifying to look at like but uh imagine that his skin is like more of a radioactive orange and the the colors around his eyes instead of being like kind of a pale skin colored pink imagine it's like blood orange red and his wow. eyes are very small his cheekbones are incredibly hollow and he looks like a martian like this this looks like if 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 a if an alien man was like i'm going to try to dress up like the president of the United States of America <laughs> and did a fuck off bad job of it this is what it would look like it's perfect please please go look this up fuck this? anyway I can't
2: stop looking at it
0: uh nailed it is probably the best show uh i'm going to say for sure of 2018 it's it's horrifying, right? <laughs> it's
2: so bad. Okay, so wait—is this the cake? That's a cake. That's a cake. Oh, that is a cake. Oh, where did you post well, this? Yes,
0: wait, what?
2: The link to this GIF will be in the show notes below. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's awful.
0: So that I this is like my favorite. Uh, this is like my favorite show of 2018. Again, I've, I think I've seen all the episodes from both seasons. I think probably two or three times by this point. Uh, just cause if, you know, if I'm cooking in the kitchen or if we're like cleaning up or whatever, it's like, ah, I want to put on Twitch, but nobody's really on. Ah, fuck it. I'll put on Nailed It Again. That's always good. Uh, and it is. I've watched it again two or three times. Never not funny. Uh, Every time um, they also find a way to strike a really great balance between like making fun of people for doing such a horrendous job making sure that they know they did a horrendous job but also nobody's feelings really get hurt so like everybody <laughs> knows like it's for like. You're baking and we all know you're going to bake poorly. Like, we're not expecting you to do very well and we're going to tease you, but we don't want to make you cry about it. So everybody's very cool with the fact that like somebody turns around this fucking horrifying skeleton man cake and, and that somebody goes, Aah! like that's, that's expected a hundred percent all over it. Uh, nailed it is probably the best show on, uh, probably my favorite show on Netflix. That's not Stranger Things. So yeah.
2: That is a bold claim.
0: I mean, I can't think of a better one. It's not going to be Marie Kondo.
2: You don't want to declutter your life?
0: Uh, we already did that in 2013. Like we're we're up on the fucking trends in this house. Like we don't need a Netflix show to tell
1: us that. We read the book. Excuse you? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's plenty of books on decluttering.
0: Yeah, but it was by Marie Kondo. Let's She's had this thing for a while.
1: So, I watched Nailed It though. I watched it. Uh, me and my wife watched it as well. We we did enjoy it. We thought it was We thought it oh, congratulations. was Congratulations. Yeah, that's right. Uh we we thought it was good. We thought it was uh we we saw it was humorous. It was whatever. Um but you know, they had their little they did little things every episode where they're like, "Oh, here comes the stagehand." And let's let's mock the stagehand for a while.
2: <laughs> Everyone sounds like Kermit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but our main issue with it was that it's 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 a reality show. Mhm. You know, they extend time periods. They they're like, oh well this let's, let's we're going to take this incident and we're going to, you know, overemphasize it and just spend like five to ten minutes on the same exact little tiny thing and uh just to you have this little joke later on, and we all know that. But that's not how reality. It's not. That's not how reality works. It's not reality. Television is not reality. No, sorry. You're trying to tell me <laughs> reality TV isn't real reality. It isn't real reality. No,
2: I don't oh believe God. you. I,
1: get, I have to ponder on this, guys. I have to. Somebody's going to put you in jail. So and and so, but that kind of quality was really kind of overemphasized in this show. And so that kind of is what kind of drew us out from it. That's actually what was, I... was. It was good, it was humorous, but uh, it played way too much into the whole uh, reality TV tropes.
0: That's one of the things that I like about the show, though, is that, like, it's it's relaxed. So, like, I, I do, admittedly, I watch a lot, anytime that, like, I have access to cable, I will watch a lot of competitive cooking shit, just all like chopped or kids baking championship holiday baking championship a uh, halloween baking championship all that i will watch um all the time right uh my favorite thing about nailed it though is that like it's so relaxed with the rules and like with like making sure that things are happening in the correct order or that people are following It's true it doesn't take itself seriously lines. yeah which is good And so like yeah so like if they're like oh yeah it looks like it looks like this cake pop is gonna fall off of this stick, and they slow it down and put black and white sepia to or like yeah put like a sepia tone on top of it and then play a sad violin as it's falling off. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent okay with that. <laughs> it's great.
2: Oh, I um, want a clip of that.
0: I'm into that. I'm into uh uh and and yeah, you're right that it it is a reality show in that like they're filming some people doing some shit and there's gonna be some times in which they're like, all right, I put my batter in the oven and while that's happening i'm gonna mix this other stuff and they're not saying anything and they're just kind of working so you're like okay well that's not interesting so let's cut over to the host they're gonna do something okay well we're gonna cut back over here here's the thing that maybe we missed a couple minutes ago but like whatever here's the tape from that oh and no i mean but that, that sounds more
1: like reality that sounds more like you know what actually is going on that sounds like you know but uh what makes a reality show the reality show is that they they alter even that. They alter even the you know what what we would consider the mundane is even they they even alter that to be like this is now an exciting moment and it's like it's really not. Come on now. I feel I feel like you are wrong about this, and
0: that's that's what I got for you. I I can't I can't explain it any better than like you're wrong
3: and go fuck yourself. But. uh I feel like you're wrong. You just, you're using way too many trigger words for me here. It's reality TV and a cooking show and all this. Just this, like, I fell asleep while you were talking about what the show was about, to be honest.
0: Wow. Re- no, I feel like you were still asleep. Kyle
2: coming in with the sleep. You
0: must have still been asleep from whatever uh, Star Trek was That's being That's probably true, to be about.
3: honest, but... Uh... <laughs> it's uh, probably true. Uh, y'all are picking some pretty bad <laughs> shows here, but, uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> actually, it is here and there. Okay. It's right now. Uh, and, uh, you're, oh. <laughs> this just sounds boring as shit. This sounds like an awful show. Uh, the Trump thing is cute. Uh, you know, your Trump cake or whatever, but it's cute because I just have to see that.
2: It's, it's, it's absolutely yeah, it's, not it's, cute. It's actually. funny or whatever. Yeah. You
3: know, like it's, it's funny because I can see the GIF for a second and then move on with my life. To be trapped in a show, which I imagine is 22 to 30 minutes long, sounds like hell to me. So uh
0: I mean the thing is though the the nice thing about this is like your opinion doesn't mean fucking <laughs> anything cuz <'cause>, like <laughs> okay. uh like, it's all, like, everybody, everybody out there in listening podcast land, like, can listen to the arguments that you're making and be like, oh, he's just like a curmudgeonly piece of shit that doesn't really know anything. Like, he's just, he's just saying words right now. All right. Oh,
3: boy. I'd rather be that than like a boring guy who watches baking shows.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Let no, me, man.
0: let me go ahead and fast forward 15 <laughs> seconds. All right. He stopped talking. Great, 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 great. <laughs>
1: No, no. The, the The show is funny. The show has the show is very funny. It's uh, it takes a cooking aspect, and where all the other ones are all serious, this one it has a lot of humor attached to it. So it, it it is very funny. But that's pretty much the only thing it really has going for it.
3: Surface level entertainment show of the year. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah,
0: it is. <laughs> like, I mean, there's not. That's it. Like, I. There's there's no, like, emotional depth. Like, nobody's, like, overcoming a hardship. I don't have to be invested in anyone. I don't have to worry about anyone dying on the fucking show. Like, it's a lighthearted thing that distracts me from the fact that the world is fucking crumbling around me. Like, Which is fair. Yeah, it's That's dope.
2: <laughs> this show is dope.
1: <laughs> we, we, we need that, though. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, well, Kyle, now that you're awake, I guess, why don't you tell us My about show- your show and then... Everyone else Um, can rip you apart because apparently that's what we've already devolved into. (laughs) It
3: got really ugly quick. (laughs) Uh, My show is all the things that uh, Colby just said his show wasn't. It is the people are dying. It is the heady, you know, crazy shit that's going on. It is the week to week wondering what's happening. Uh, It's Westworld season two. Uh, Boy, I really like this show this year. And uh, I really like that it, uh, while the first season was a little more like followable for a lot of people, like it was a little more mass appeal, if you will. Uh, and this may go against my point here. People dropped off this season, and I will say it's because show a little too smart for people. A little too smart. Oh my
0: god, I love, I love this. I love this because you just you're revealing so much about your character by not liking cooking shows, and then thinking that you're so fucking smart that you like this show. No, I know. Else does. Yeah, I'm going. No, I'm but going please to, continue. I'm going
3: the ultra pretentious route to your stupid baking show. So <laughs> it's too
1: smart. <laughs> I've I've not heard that about. Uh, <laughs> About Westworld. Okay, all right, but How no, have you no, not okay, heard that go. about
3: Westworld? It's it's very cerebral. It's very very smart. Uh, you know, the people who are not watching it right now uh, can't really comment. You have to you have to experience the whole thing to know like where the narrative is going and the complexities of like the timeline distortions that they use and everything. Uh, it's very good. It's very heady, and it, 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 it the barrier to entry is very high. You know, for people who don't want to put in the work, wow. uh, it creates this sense of community every <laughs> single time uh, that an episode ends. That like you have to hit those message boards, wow. you have to hit that YouTube, okay. you have to you have to get with people and start conversating and kind of talk and it working in this week to week format <laughs> instead of the streaming format, it kind of works in its favor, which a show hasn't really done in a long time for me, um, you know. It, it, so it works in that week to week aspect, you know, just because it, it becomes kind of like this interactive thing that you do with the people who are watching it, the water cooler talk, if you will. Um, yeah, it's got a real a lot of really great uh, actors in it, uh, actors and actresses, uh, great cast, great people behind the scenes. Uh, you know the cast uh, with Evan Rachel Woods as the Dolores Abernathy. Like she has a major transformation in this, where like last season she was very
2: Dolores Abernathy, the country
3: great ass name. name in the whole world. That My is name is
2: Dolores Abernathy.
3: It's a great name.
1: Yeah,
2: Dolores Abernathy. She sits on the porch, drinks sweet tea. Wasn't
1: there? Wasn't there a joke on um, Seinfeld about Dolores?
3: <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm I'm rewatching Seinfeld okay. right now, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, anyways, uh she she was very damsel in distress last season. Uh she was a completely different character in the season, she's gone through a transformation that's just fucking awesome. we were watching two different almost portrayals of the same character. Almost like a, a a flip that got switched in her brain, and like this, like what I like to call bad girl Dolores, you know, way, way, way cooler and more compelling than stuff that was going on in the first season. Um you had Jeffrey Wright, who plays Bernard. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with his character. You may know him from like Casino Royale, he was like the FBI agent. Uh, Fandie Newton plays Maeve. Uh, she's won awards for this part and everything like that. She's excellent in this. Uh, my guy Ed Harris, he plays the man in black. He's always a treat to watch. This guy is just uh, old as shit and just kicking ass in this show. It's awesome. Uh, and Tessa Thompson, she's always a treat. She's always showing up, uh, you know, and everything that she does and just like nailing everything. So, but all these people and all these cast members are just just working really in a really interesting way to like elevate the show to, to something that's just not not happening anywhere else on TV right now. Uh it's it's cool that we're going through this like rebirth and renaissance of sci-fi with your Star Treks unfortunately wow. and, and your Star Wars coming back and stuff like that which people are <laughs> which people are uh you know going against right now as well, you know. So it's like it's kind of a toxic realm for for sci-fi right now, but at least it's having its day, which is pretty cool. So <laughs>
2: It's a toxic realm he says as he insults <laughs> it Star is, Trek. I, know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I brought up Star Wars too, come on. <laughs> uh but yeah, um very much so. Uh, all right, go ahead and lay it on me, since I go. You guys are talking under your breasts over there, so let's let's have it.
0: I just I wasn't talking. I was just laughing because <laughs>
2: I I did hear a constant stream of muttering. Yeah, I know. Ugh,
3: uh, He used the word smart.
0: You had <laughs> just you said the words. If you put in the work, like that is. <laughs> let me let me say that is the top thing that I do look for in a show. Uh, is to have a second job. Uh, I get paid at work for you know doing stuff eight hours a day, five days a week, and then I want to come home and really. Just put in my time for fucking showtime. Make sure that, like, or is it HBO that it's on? But really make sure that HBO has my money and my attention. And, uh, I'm not getting paid for it. Yeah, that's. That's what I fucking want is I wanna watch this show and like really do the work, you know. Really start researching some shit. Yeah, if you
3: don't wanna watch stuff that way, that's your prerogative or whatever. But the show does <laughs> elevate itself if you do watch that way. And and interacting with the with the community and like getting to have those conversations where you think things are going, how you extrapolate things that are happening in the episode. It's a lot of fun. If you don't wanna have that fun, that's on you, you know, but it's it's a good time.
0: I mean it sounds like it can't stand on its own. Like it sounds like it sounds like it's supported by the need to well, do work. Well, that's
3: the thing. It's week to week so we're all guessing every week because the story's not completed. That's how time works, Colby. You have to I have to everything comes out first and then and then you get the full picture. Yeah,
0: yeah, but what you're saying is like the fandom is one of the best parts about the show, but like
3: Actually no, that's the opposite of what I said. The the current fandom is is what's good about the show. The fandom a lot of it's dropped off because the show is what it is. It's 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 unappealing to a lot of people who don't want to watch shows week to week that are this heading the cerebral everyone wants the answers now right now you know and this show it kind of makes it makes you work for it it makes you watch the actual whole show before you're able to guess what's going on it's, it's crazy no one has
0: the big brain to watch no, the show
3: that's not what i'm saying it's totally you just like putting whatever words in my mouth but that's you know whatever <laughs>
1: But that, but that is what you were saying. You're saying it, it's and That's just, exactly it's what you
3: said. <laughs> I never said you have to have big brains. I said you have to watch the whole show. You have to complete the show. You can't just... Well, yeah. You can't just watch an episode. You gotta do the work. The work is watching the show. You gotta understand the show. You gotta <laughs> go to med school in order to understand the Westworld.
0: <laughs> None of that's true. You,
1: you said season two was too heady for people, and that's why it dropped off. Listen, okay. It, it, I I picked Star Trek Discovery and you know there's there's been a lot of people that dislike it. I'm not calling them idiots though. I'm not saying that you know the whole reason why they don't like it is because well they just can't grasp the time mechanics and they just can't grasp the uh the nuance of the uh, of the plot and they can't grasp the this and they can't grasp that. no 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 no. Uh, it, they're not. They're not idiots for not liking it. For not. For not dropping off. You're using off words on.
3: like idiots and dumb and stupid and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure I never called anybody those things.
2: Just inferred.
3: I, I've used, you the used
2: the word smart. I use the
3: word smart. Yeah, times.
2: there's there's an implication <laughs> I I there. Think y'all
3: are picking up on a little too much here. I think I'm. I think I'm a very basic person who means what he says, and y'all are like, oh man, there's layers to what he's saying right now, to all these other
2: things. It's like uh, an onion. I, don't I think I don't we're. Think so.
0: Oh, there's <laughs> layers to what you're saying, like Westworld. I'm tr- sorry I'm trying to like I'm trying to start my second Westworld job and like really get into what you're saying and like really you know hey Mike you want to start a fandom for all the things that that he's saying to make sure like to make sure that what he's saying is more interesting by the discussion that we're going to have like that's that's what I feel like this is going to lead to you know Oh man not a lot of people are smart enough to listen to Kyle but uh our discussion is really going to make it a lot more fun. Oh me. yeah,
3: vil- villainize me, turn into the villain. That's that's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: totally fair. That's totally fair. That's
2: been Colby's job since day one. Well, yeah, he's lost <laughs> a few it's times true. now, so <laughs> I
1: understand. Uh, it, no, I, I'm not going to vilify you, but uh, but saying that basically TV today is too uh, too cerebral. Is, is, is rough because one of the shows that people always claim is, oh, the show is, is so smart. The show is so nuanced. The show is so whatever is, uh, is, is Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. That, that's a show that I always hear is like, oh, the show is so cerebral and it's so. I have
2: heard a lot of that. Yeah. I have
1: heard of that. Yeah. The
2: fandom
3: mm-hmm. there is pretty nutty too, though. You know, like,
1: but yeah. And that's the point is, is that most of them are, most people who say that it's so cerebral and people just don't understand it are generally being jack offs themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know
3: about that. I think that this uh the second season gets like plenty like dumped on and stuff like that and you hear it from a lot of people who were just opted out of the second episode, you know. And that that's what I mean by like it not being an instant gratification show. You have to finish the show. You know, it's like you have to watch the whole arc because there's too much stuff being jumbled around in the timeline for you to even be able to comprehend what's going on by the second hour of the second season. Uh, So, so I guess my point is, is when I, when I, when I'm talking about putting in the work and finishing the, I'm talking about just watching the fucking show, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to write a dissertation and like pass it through a professor and make sure that he checks off on all your theories and everything like that. I'm
2: just saying. (laughs) I've never done that.
3: (laughs) Like in a, in a world where we get everything immediately, we get everything absolutely immediately and we can just binge stuff like that day in a Saturday and just get the whole story. This one is a slow burn, and it takes its time, and I think that's I think that's brave and different right now. We're not getting a lot of TV like that right now that just like really utilizes that week-to-week format, and I think this show does that.
1: I would say the only reason why I haven't watched Westworld yet uh, is because it's on HBO. That's really the only reason why. I'm not a fan of... Uh, what's, what's the other big HBO show? Uh, um,
2: don't... Game of Thrones?
1: Game of Thrones, that's it. Don't
2: do that. I'm just going to take points <laughs> it off.
1: <laughs> I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Westworld actually is a show that I would watch. That's a show that I think yeah, it does kind of hit uh a lot more of the uh what would draw me to it. But yeah, I'm still not going to pay for it yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we so each you each
2: have a <laughs> a paid subscription service though. Kyle has HBO, Colby has Netflix, and then Mike has CBS. CBS. So I'll not- <laughs> Yeah,
3: that's true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not a single person yeah, can watch not, all not of them. We you have to pick right and now, choose. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I here's here's what I think about um about Westworld. Uh so Rodeo Robots sounds great. <laughs> the idea of questioning like what what makes a consciousness, what makes like a whatever, you know, like who's good, who's bad, like how do we what how do you reconcile those things? Like those are those are interesting and important questions that have been asked many, 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 many times in many different ways and a whole bunch of cyberpunk media. It's great um that being said uh i don't think i would ever say to anyone yeah listen you really like blade runner uh 2049 uh but you don't like it as much as i do because i put in the fucking work you know what i'm saying like i watched the show and i got it like i stuck through and i i got it westworld uh again haven't watched it so i can't i can't say much i don't think that there is a show that i would watch and go "Oh boy ah, my brain is tired after watching that like i've got i've got to really think about what's happening like comprehend the things that are happening and then i've got to talk to talk to people to find theories and like i've done that before for shows that i'm excited about that have like a lot of action or like really interesting in certain ways um I don't think I would ever say that that's like a cerebral thing, um, which which may be where sort of your argument to me falls apart. Well, the cerebral uh, part is of it because it comes I don't think I'd call you
3: just answered your own question. Is is like yeah, all those samey questions that are asked in the sci-fi genre are asked here. But like these are things that if you allow yourself to, it yeah, could take you on some really cool thoughts and some really cool afterthoughts and some really cool eternal thoughts and stuff like that. That's what I mean by cerebral. It's thought provoking. Not saying it's like. If you watch this, you're a Rick and Morty fan and you're better than society. That's that's <laughs> yes,
2: y'all's yeah. perception.
3: Which,
0: is, which is kind and of like the way project- you were
1: coming across.
0: That's your projection which of is, me. It, that really is how it sounded. That's though. your
1: projection on me.
0: It
2: kinda did well, sound know, like I, that. I, in unfortunately, the beginning.
3: you know, Unfortunately, uh, 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 you know, hopefully as as my explanations were explained more, like it doesn't sound like that anymore. No,
1: no, it doesn't. It doesn't.
3: And I think I think that like the the why I go straight for that stuff, why I go straight for that stuff is because the show is so just like, people are like, ah, the show's boring. Yeah, it's a slow burn. The thing's, everything's not explosions, and like, oh, uh, here's a big reveal. Like, it's, there's slow things going on there, and there and like, that, that's, I guess the attacks of the show that you hear all year about it just being slow and boring and nothing going on and stuff like that, that's where I attack on the other end. I I go to the other part of the, the hyperbole scale. I just go, you know what, it's just probably too, it's, it's just too, people don't have the time and don't want to think about it, you know what I mean? So they're just gonna sit here and go, nah. You know what? I'm gonna turn on that uh, fucking baking show on Netflix or something like that, where I can just yeah. you know, turn my brain I'm off and not think about it. anything. And, and so we're talking about two completely different type of viewing experiences. You That's know what I fair.
1: Mean? I, I could agree. No, Absolutely. I, I, I can totally agree yeah. with that that stuff is that there that there is a sort of uh, that stuff is thought provoking. That it is, you know, may, may challenge your beliefs. It may, you know. Um, use conflict to, to a good effect in order to tell a decent story, in order to, you know, to really delve deep into a, into a topic that you don't normally think about all the time. You know, that this, to sort of uh, art imitating life, imitating art sort of, you know. Um, but Westworld in itself is is basically live-action role-playing. It's, it's sort of LARPing. It right? is, yeah. Ooh,
3: that's actually, that's actually very, uh, very, Absolutely. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's it's sort of it's sort of similar. It's, it's basically a, it's, you're it's taking a, over the avatar. It's a real video
3: game. Like you're walking through the streets, and someone like an NPC will walk up to you and be like, it's an MMO. Yeah, hey, yeah, do you want to go on a quest with me for treasure? You know, and it's like, yeah, let's get in a fucking buggy and yeah. let's do it." Uh,
1: yeah. it, it's the it's the the three dimensional sort of holodeck kind of MMO yeah. sort of yeah. is is really yeah, and uh and and so I get that that you could really kind of draw story from you know what it, yeah what does it mean to be human? What does it mean to be uh to interact with each other you know what what are these interactions like you know w- we interact on there the avatar level but it, but the avatars are just representations of ourselves they aren't actually ourselves so we could do whatever we want with them and so you know the, the the complexities of who we are and who we project to ourselves on the outside and etc 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 um so i mean yeah you can see that it gets pretty deep you can, yeah you can get into that yeah,
3: yeah. I, I guess I guess cerebral is not a triggered word for me like it is for you guys. When I <laughs> use that word, it literally yeah. in my mind as I'm using it means to make you think. <laughs> That's all that means to me. That, that's well, That's why
1: I say I'm not going to vilify you for it. Yeah,
3: yeah. I should, uh, I guess, pick a different word. I could have used any other word and maybe this would have gone smoother, but.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ. Right, here we yeah. are. Yet,
2: here we are.
3: It's like calling us Christopher Nolan movie cerebral. And people are like, what? He just uses exposition and why would you use that word?
1: <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, I've been there before. Like, <laughs> Did he use the word denouement? How dare he? Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm going to add that to the list. Of, okay, so that goes on the list with moist. And uh, <laughs> what other words have pissed off people that I've used before? Uh, okay, I got the list going. Thanks, guys. You're really helping me out Dolores, with my social. That, my that social I do kind of yeah.
2: want to know what all is on that list of words you cannot <laughs> use anymore.
3: Uh, I'll send it to you because I can't say it here, obviously. So, oh, But you can. Oh, I can't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part.
1: It's like, oh, I can't say that it's word anymore. That it's there. the best part for Colby. The word is Star Trek. Uh, apparently, <laughs> that yeah. is
2: true. Mmm, yeah.
1: delicious,
0: Deliscos. <laughs> I love Star Treks. I love trekking all over the fucking stars, all, all over it,
1: trekking it everywhere.
2: Great, uh, like
0: a it's so good. Oh wow, is that an alien? Better not. Take we better him not talk to him. Prime directive. We gotta listen to the book. Not. Don't do oh, it. Oh no,
3: it looks like we're talking Wait. to him.
0: Oh no, I did it. <laughs> Alien. Because uh, how this are is the you? only interesting Let's go thing. On an but what does it mean to be alive? I tell you what? <sighs> yeah, you have to do it with the Southern What drop, in tarnation yeah. am I?
3: Drop, yeah. Am I real or am I aerobic? <laughs>
0: what are all these screws doing coming out of my skin i don't know what's See, happening this is smart stuff guys
3: listen to this smart stuff here
0: i tried to eat this peach cobbler and it made my insides go stickity stack and i don't know what's happening down <laughs> in there i'm
3: allowed to eat this type of stuff
0: i just realized i've never pooped can you believe that i have never pooped Hear about it all the time. Never done it.
3: (laughs) When I dream, it just looks like electric sheep to me. I don't get it.
2: (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Colby. You can't use that. It's the name of your show.
0: I'm pointing at the screen. You can't see, but I'm doing it right now. Nailed it.
2: All right. Next time you clap, I'm just going to replace you. We're just going to find somebody new. Get him out of here. Oh, what were we even doing now? Now I don't remember, because so we went into a diatribe about southern robots.
0: <laughs> I think I think you were going to choose me as the winner of the TV category and move I on. Think,
2: I think that that's not entirely true.
0: <laughs> Damn it, I thought it was. So work. for
2: round one <laughs> points, how about 10 points for the slow burn of the water cooler Westworld diatribe? For Kyle. Wow. 10 points. 10 points because I want to watch this show. And then two extra points for how horrifying it was. Nailed it. Yeah.
0: Woo. I did you proud, my girl Nicole Byer. Jeez.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then for actual well-rounded arguments and focusing on characters and for spin-offs and the first new Star Trek show since the 90s. Or since when? Yeah, the 90s, right? 90s, yeah damn uh we'll give 15 points for mike
1: rigged 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 how? rigged hey,
3: you know hey you know what it's fine uh star trek needs to win every once in a while yeah so. you know what you're hey, right there it is how the how is win. that
2: rigged how why don't you why don't you just go tell me how I that's rigged? Ar- i already asked russia just... to hack
0: your emails so <laughs> <Why don't> <laughs> you-
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna like what they find <laughs> they're gonna look at mine and be like or well, maybe what is this recipe
1: this looks like a good recipe
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not burst, but it's okay (laughs) all right so that wraps up part one of our three-part episode of the best of 2018 so far mikey's in the lead but the next topic is video games and anything could change so you're gonna want to check back in every other wednesday hopefully you know if you're still in the mood for more master debating there are a couple ways to get your fix Head over to sub-cultured.com where you'll find additional antics and previous episodes. Let us know what else you'd like to hear on Twitter at subcultured with the hashtag master debaters, or support our efforts by checking out our reward tiers on patreon.com slash subcultured for behind the scenes, live streams, or to suggest future master debating topics, maybe? on our Discord server, that'd be pretty cool. All of the links will be in the description box below, so thanks for playing and don't forget to come back and find out how it all ends in the best of 2018 on Master Debaters.
0: Thanks for listening. If you're looking for a quickie to pass the time till next episode, explore the options over at Subcultured, where you can prolong your procrasturbation. Score show notes, find us on social media, or check out additional episodes. Thanks for playing and join us for more
3: stiff competition next time on Master Debaters.